0: Hi, good morning, New York. How are you? I'm Dorothea Mercuri and this is the podcast of Growing Up Italian.
1: What's up, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian podcast, and today we have a very special guest, Dorothea Mercuri, model, actress, and now cook. Italian cook. Italian. Only
0: Italian.
1: What, what else are we going to add to this? You're, you're a woman of many mysteries. Like Well, the
0: cooking, the cooking situation is really like, you know, how we all cook. I mean, Italians, we all cook, right? You cook, right? A little bit.
1: I only cook when I get paid.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Because
1: because my family owns a sandwich shop.
0: Oh, nice. I love
1: sandwiches. In Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So at home, I don't like to cook because I make a mess.
0: I know. My kitchen is a mess. Every time I cook, it's like a disaster afterwards. I have to paint the walls, you know? (laughs) like sprays of, like, spraying of tomatoes. Sauce,
1: you know, Sauce over, everywhere, yeah.
0: All over the wall. I have, like, a little, like, bucket of, like, paint, white paint, so that I can repaint it. Are it you doesn't serious? Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I've got to paint the wall now. <laughs> but, yeah, cook, because we are in the, we are actually, you know, my family, Mercuri family, uh, we are in the cooking industry. I mean, my grandfather, Giuseppe, he was the first one to bring ice cream in our village in the 30s.
1: In Calabria?
0: In Calabria, yes. And then... uh, Gelato, gelato. Gelato, gelato, real gelato. And uh, his brother made also gelato, so one family member had one square gelato shop and then they started making you know with time goes by they started making desserts and you know
1: like uh, when you say when you say he brought he brought gelato to calabria you're saying like he went to the north saw it and then made it in the south
0: he came from sicily he went to sicily saw it because we see sicily from our balconies really South, yeah, we are on the coast. It's beautiful where I come from. It's called Nicotera. And uh, actually I have to make a little like, I have to tell you something, Tropea, you know, you also, I think, put it on Instagram. It's the Borgo of 2021. It, It won as the most beautiful Borgo, which is the most beautiful antique village of 2021, Tropea is very close to my village we are from the coast that's beautiful sea and deep blue water it's one actually of the most beautiful coastlines in italy and uh, my grandfather went to sicily and he came back and you know he was making gelato you know they would put it in in ice cream buckets, mm-hmm. they had huge pieces like rocks of ice.
1: I, I was gonna say, how did he keep it refrigerated in the 30s? Like, did they have a Isn't that
0: insane. Yeah, my, my, uh, my family explained it to me, they just had to have ice, like huge rocks of ice, and in the middle, then they would put the bucket with the ice cream that they would make by hand, you know? And then this would become like hard inside the ice and they had to cover it with like special, it was, they didn't even have a fridge. And you know, uh, my whole family, my father is the first of eight kids. Mm-hmm. They all grew up with this business. I mean, they wow. went to university with this business, you know, they eight kids, you know, and my grandmother, Dorothea, I got, you know, my name from her. She would go to work with that's my- a, that's,
1: co- a real, that's a real Italian thing right there being named after your nonna. Of after, course. You know, like I'm named after my nonna.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, and especially because I was the first of 23 yeah. first cousins. Oh, wow. And they had to, you know, Old work at home because my grandmother was helping my grandfather making the business bigger and then the bar became like the center of you know where people would meet in the village and where people would you know sit outside and talk and i, I mean i grew up sort of like living around this uh, pastry food. shop
1: yeah food food like
0: food and sweets and desserts at the beginning. And then we were great cooks. Uh, and we would cook, you know, on Sundays, we would eat like 20, 25 people all together. And these are the memories that kept That's the me. Best. That's it's the best. so beautiful. Yeah, so, it's just
1: So what made you want to start filming yourself cooking? Like, was there a certain event that happened? Or maybe you, you posted something and you saw like a lot of people really gravitated to it. Like what exactly made you want to like, start showing your, your cooking?
0: Well, what happened during the first lockdown, um, me and my family, we have a WhatsApp group. It's called family, not familia, but family in English. (laughs) It's really funny. And uh, uh, with my grandmothers, fortunately, she's gone three years ago. She left. I mean, she left when she was 92. So she had a great life and we would post our foods, you know, like whatever we would make every day. Mm -hmm. Oh, we made the sugo, now we made ragu and we would post our foods and then this would just get us going at home and sort of like make, you know, like those horrible days in the house, especially when Italy was so beaten at the beginning, you remember. It was just like so heartbreaking to see. It was the first country that really had it, you know, bad.
1: Yeah, I I remember when that happened for us because we were posting a lot of balcony stuff, and it didn't really come to America yet. So everybody was watching Italy first, you know,
0: like doing doing so well. And the balcony stuff parentheses the balcony stuff. My grandmother would always come out with a pan. And like you know, a spoon when carnival or whenever something hap- was happening, and she would oh. come out and she would bang, you know, her uh, her pants. It's a it's a thing. Anyways, and, you know, this thing with we were cooking and like exchanging recipes and it was kind of like, oh, this is what I did today. This is what I did. And then I was just like, why don't we just film this? Because it's really funny. And uh, I asked my daughter who I was, you know, in lockdown with Gaia, my other daughter, she's uh, in Amsterdam. She's at university. Oh, nice. like Gaia let's just you know film this and then Gaia she's very good at editing and she likes making little movies and then we started you know just like putting our moments in the kitchen and then this would give me like uh you know a moment of like doing my job kind of even though it's not really my job but putting my makeup on and feeling Mm -hmm. a little bit like there was something happening because it was hard.
1: It It kept you going.
0: Totally. I was like, I'm putting up a show by myself at exactly. home now. Exactly. I'll put my earrings on and my makeup. The beginning, you know, I was really laid back. I wasn't like so made up. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is actually working. Why don't I just do it properly? Mm-hmm. And it saved my life. Cooking saved yeah. my life during those times. And it's still now, you know, we're not back to normal. So
1: that's, that's one thing I wanted to like explain to a lot of people because maybe some people that follow us don't really know how serious a lockdown is in Italy or Europe. Like, I don't think we've ever experienced a real lockdown in America. Like everyone stopped working for two weeks, a month, some people six months, you know, but you, you just said before during the first lockdown. So... How many lockdowns are you guys like up to uh, you're saying the first like, yeah, I think the third, this is right? the Fourth. the third,
0: fourth. third and this one now since a few weeks is the fourth.
1: Yes. Now, when you say lockdown, you basically can't leave the house unless it's for groceries
0: yeah you have to just uh, you know send like uh, have a declaration form and fill it up online that you're you know you're leaving the house uh, because you need to go you know either to work some people work uh, or go out with your dog or or just go to the supermarket and uh, i got stopped by the police two days ago with my kids i mean there's a there's, oh, a,
1: there's a, what what did the police like ask for for a- your, the declaration of like where you're going. Yeah,
0: they were like, "Did you send the message?" Because it's like we do it through SMS. Text? Oh, through
1: text. text. Okay. Yeah,
0: we do it now through text. There's like a
1: that is sign. crazy. In America, this does not exist. Everybody. I'm really? Yeah, no way.
0: Yeah, In America. It's to... like
1: during the lockdown. It was like, if you need to get out of the house, go to the park. <laughs> you know, like
0: right. You but know, a lot of, uh, I mean, now I have to be honest with you. A lot of people are out. I mean, I yeah, just a lot of people
1: are it. fed up now at this point.
0: They cannot handle it anymore, and I understand. But the numbers are high because we're not getting vaccinated like yeah. you guys.
1: Yeah, in Italy, I know. I talk about this a lot on uh, on Clubhouse. I don't know if you have Clubhouse. Yeah, I love Clubhouse. So oh, I'm gonna follow I, you. Yeah, you gotta follow us. We we always host rooms and. It's crazy, like, hearing the perspective of like what you guys are going through, even Canada, a lot of people in Canada. But to get, to get back more about you, a little bit about your background, being that your family's originally from Calabria, you spent a lot of time in Torino, right, you were saying?
0: I, I was born in Torino because my father was uh, working at the time there. You know, we belong to that uh, generation where we had to move from the south. Mm -hmm. Either come to the States or Or go to to Canada, or go North Italy to get a job.
1: Or like some people even do Germany, Switzerland or... Now
0: we do Switzerland and Europe. Now it's more about going to Europe, you know, but in the, you know, two generations ago, they would come to the States. And I have family that, you know, is in Argentina or is in the United States. And family members that we don't even know where they are because you
1: spent some time in the states too. You're telling me, right? Yeah,
0: I was. I was. Um, you know, after I left uh, Italy and we came back to Greece, my mom brought us to Greece when I was about my, a teenager, and then I came to New York once because my dad really loved New York and he brought me to the movies and you know when I was little and uh, I you know, I knew all about American classics and musicals. And uh, he was a passionate, you know, and um, I came to New York once and then I said that's it, that's it, I feel at home here, I am going to move to New York if I ever go somewhere. And I came to study and work, of course. I was working, I was studying. I got papers right away. I remember in 94, it was my first time. um, It's
1: easy for a model to get papers. They're like, no problem, Here you go.
0: I was, yeah, I was, I had a really good book and you know that they're, they're smart enough to catch you and make you work there. So and at the time it was, it was doable. And I end up staying there for about 15 years. Uh, my kids are born in New York. And so actually.
1: So they're citizens. Your kids are, are citizens. My,
0: my kids are citizens. Yes. Uh, yeah. They're, they have double citizenship. And uh, their father. If they ever want
1: to come back to America, they can. You gave them that option. They are so
0: lucky. Hmm. And I said to them, you know, if you ever need, uh, you know, a different type of you know life and you want to experience something different you can go like either to new york or either to you know california they like the california los
1: angeles people.
0: right now california is doing so well and it's a very nice sustainable state as well which i like yeah. and uh, so it's 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 great i always thought that this this would be you know like my kids need to have that luck because of what i was going through to get my papers all the time i had to renew the papers and then i would hear people being you know in so much drama in order to like move there and uh, they can they can go and they, they they also got help from the government through the virus as American citizens, oh, which wow. I find really nice, yeah.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah, I find it nice, I find it nice, and uh, I find it that it's, uh, it's nice. You have a nice, a good passport that you might want to use at some point. The thing is that when I was living in New York, I was living in Little Italy. Isn't that funny? A
1: lot of action down there.
0: So crazy. And uh, what I loved about it was the products I could get, you know, like at yeah. Di Paolo's. That was my grocery store. It still exists.
1: What is it called? Di
0: Paolo's.
1: Yeah, 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 I've I've heard of it. I don't know. It, it is still open, you sure?
0: It's on Elizabeth. It used to be on Elizabeth and Grand Street.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not too familiar. I've heard the name before.
0: Oh, it's so good.
1: They have a lot of, they have a lot of, st- they still have like those specialty shops. I'm sure it's not like it was when, you know, Little Italy first started, but it's good to see that we still have something, you know?
0: Something. Yeah, I know. It's very small, Little Italy. But... A lot
1: of people say the real Little Italy in New York City is Arthur Avenue in the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's always like a, an argument, you know? Oh really? Yeah, yeah. There's, a lot of people from New York say like the real Little Italy's are 18th Avenue and Bensonhurst or Arthur Avenue. But yeah, I mean listen, wherever, wherever there's it like Italian products, you know, I enjoy it, you know. I love it.
0: and I also love that place on uh, on 6th Avenue, Cintorella, What was that called? Anyway, it's full of Italians and Italian products. And my butcher wasn't on Sullivan Street, and he's still open. He's called Pino's.
1: Pino's, okay.
0: Near the church on Sullivan Street in Soho. It's amazing he, he could keep the place. Because when you walk in there, it's really like a old-fashioned butcher
1: the places I know are like Aleva Cheese, you know, the Aleva Cheese. Aleva
0: Cheese, yes. Um, yeah.
1: Like the Cannoli King, John uh, Johnny. Uh, and then there's this guy, Ernie, that sells um, all these products right across the street from Aleva. Like he sells like these obscure Italian things like the Garnicellos and uh, soccer jersey it's, it's insane what um he sells there, but that's what I really love about Little Italy. You still have that authenticity there, you know?
0: Yeah, and in New York in general, yeah. even Brooklyn, I mean, all over New York, it's like there's so much Italian imprint that when I moved there, I was like, okay, here I feel like I'm at home. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's important. I
0: felt like I could, you know... I What's could,
1: your, what was your first impression on, like, New York Italians, though?
0: Well, they, you know, you guys really look a lot like my cousins and my family of origin, even like... And my first film, movie, I remember today, I was like, I have to tell him. My first, like, lead part in a movie, and in an independent film... I got booked because the director is Italian-American, Frank Rainoni. Okay. And-
1: um, It was filmed and, in Italy or here?
0: No, there, in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. yeah, it was called And She Was. It was a small independent film, but I, the director was Italian-American. And of course, when we met, he was like, you're the one, you know? Uh, I What I like about the- the Italian Americans, you know, I, first of all, there, there's a huge history on how your ancestors got there, which is like insane what they had to go through, right? Yeah.
1: My, my, um, my family came in the seventies, like not, not Ellis Island, but it's, it's crazy. Like the different stories you hear of like the struggle and you know, how we had to adapt from Italy. You
0: know? I mean that's like hardcore
1: yeah it's and crazy.
0: it's crazy and the pain of you know not being able to speak Italian because you would not be accepted right because I heard all those stories when I was living there I've seen documentaries yeah. but then you know you have uh, you, you have all these beautiful movies that you know this is our history this is this is what happens to us by being italian and not only italian south italian
1: because i'm sure
0: southern italian especially we're still struggling as southern italians
1: yeah
0: we're still not anywhere close
1: that's why we're we're all over the world you know
0: exactly where is your family from originally salerno salerno Oh, oh
1: yeah yeah the campania region
0: isn't that beautiful?
1: Yeah, I, I've been to Italy 30 times. So I went to like every summer of my life, pretty much.
0: It's so beautiful, that whole coast.
1: Yeah, it oh, really is. God. I want to spend a little more time in Italy, maybe when, you know, I'm a little older, my kids are a little older. I want to like really enjoy Italy, you know, especially I, with everything going on with this page, you know?
0: This page is doing so well.
1: Yeah, thank you. I actually have a funny story for everybody. The reason, one of the reasons why we met was because we made a meme of a picture of you and then I think Christy was like, this is my friend and then we were messaging and we're like, sorry, we didn't know. We just saw like this beautiful woman and we made a meme like, I forgot who it was but it was like, Italian women are the best because whatever, whatever.
0: Because they passed all the time and they Something about the pasta, because everybody says, "Why are you so thin?" And you, oh, because so I
1: think pasta. it was with a plate of pasta, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, I, I eat pasta, and uh, okay, I'm not like lean. Comp- I, I have my, 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 my. my I, I, you know, I eat pasta. You can see that I'm not sort of like worked out uh, woman all the time. But I just say, just eat a little bit. Eat a little bit. Don't eat too much. Don't make like a big plate.
1: Just eat
0: half a portion of what you're supposed to be eating. Mm -hmm. And don't don't avoid like having that pleasure because what is life without pasta, honestly?
1: Yeah. What, um, I mean, since you really spent time in America too, I think a big thing is that in Italy, I feel the ingredients are a little more simple. Like in America, like you'll see pasta with chicken on top. You know, all these creams and oh, meatballs, and meatball. you know, like in Italy, you'll see like the meatballs and the, you know, the ribs like, you know, on Sunday. I don't know if Italy it's as big like Sunday sauce. I think it's just regular all the time. Like this is how we cook, you know, but over here, it's so big the portions i feel like when you're eating it's like a big plate of pasta and then you said throw two meatballs us personally like we eat the pasta maybe there'll be one meatball and then there's a bowl with all the meats from the sauce like the ribs the brajol, the meatballs you know that's
0: better that's better well it's a way i think because during you know the times hard times the South Italians that left and had to, you know, like sort of make it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And there was a moment that everybody was just thriving with food, right? Mm -hmm. And they were just like, we're gonna put the pasta together with the meat
1: now because they went through hunger. Yeah. Right? I, I feel like, like I said, from just like talking to so many people because of this page, what a lot of people say, and I want to get your opinion on it is when Italian immigrants, especially from the South that were so poor, then they came to America and they have access to all this meat. That's how like spaghetti and meatballs. Cause they're like, so we've never I, had this before, you know, like.
0: I get it. I understand that. And uh, it's a recipe. I mean, we do spaghetti with uh, little meatballs. It's just that our meatball, spaghetti they have little meatballs you know so that you sort of see them scattered assim- around scattered around a little bit there's not so much meat
1: the Italian, the Italian one will be, the american one will be like one meatball exactly.
0: <laughs> it's just like a different portion because i understand when you've been through hunger and suddenly you're you're like you ex- you said it it's so right access to meat and good meat right and then they're just like oh we're gonna just have a party here and uh, and that's where it comes from I don't really like the spaghetti with the chicken though
1: yeah it's weird. Yeah. the only <laughs> the only time I'll have pasta with chicken is like if it's a pesto sauce right like you know let's say uh, you tried wheat pasta before whole wheat yeah, you, do you like whole wheat pasta or no? Oh, yeah, yeah, I like whole wheat pasta. Yeah, kinds like uh, grana, right?
0: The integrale. Yeah, integrale. Integrale,
1: There you go. There you go. Integrale. So like whole wheat pasta with pesto and grilled chicken, like that's not the that's not even healthy. Like I don't know why we think it is, but there's like a, like a month I was eating that like three times a week. But the pesto is the
0: pesto is good. The pesto is yeah. good. Well, there are some recipes that today I'm making a lemon pie, but what happened is I found that the crust is Italian underneath. Mm -hmm. It's how we make it in Italy for the, all the crostate or for the pastiera. And on top, I'm doing the American traditional cream, lemon cream, because it's like, with no milk it's kind of like with lemon and water and sugar and i was like oh this is an italian american recipe and it's just it's just amazing how it came out the thing is that i i don't really do the chicken with the pasta and i don't really i don't think people should eat that because it's not italian you know and then there's the pizza with pineapple right (laughs) It's a big thing. We
1: make
0: a lot of fun of the pizza.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing videos on TikTok every day about it. My cousin, my cousin Azari did like three videos about pineapple pizza. We do it to like make fun and just have fun with the page, you know, but what do you feel about like chicken Parmesan and like fettuccine Alfredo? Cause that's like, there's people that aren't Italian by any means. And then, Sometimes I'll tell them, like, you know, chicken parm is like not a real Italian dish, right? And they're like, no way. You know, because some of my friends that aren't Italian that grow with are like, what's the best chicken parm in the city? You know, like, oh they have those kind of toy. I'm like, listen, chicken parm, like, don't get me wrong. The ingredients, it's good. Like, I've had it before, but it's not really a traditional Italian dish. So I wanted to get your opinion.
0: I, you know what, I get upset with everywhere, you know, that they change the recipes, but they do it everywhere. In France, they do it. Mm -hmm. They do it. They put like cream on a sauce with clams.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: I mean, isn't that insane? I cannot handle that and, but they do it. It's a French way of making pasta. So the Americans have their own way of twisting you know the recipes. The thing is that I want to. I want to tell people: just keep it simple. Italian recipes are much more simple, much easier to make, and lighter, and lighter.
1: Less ingredients too.
0: Yeah, just three or four ingredients, and you make the most beautiful pasta. Like on the garlic, for example, when they do the aglio e olio. Okay, Americans they chop garlic and they fry a lot of garlic right just half of the portion of the garlic because that's
1: too much garlic yeah it's it's funny you're saying that about the garlic because sometimes we'll make jokes about you know how we love to use garlic and sometimes like from Italy are like "We we don't use garlic I'm like you don't use garlic you use it but not as much you know
0: yeah it's like a clove of garlic for like four people.
1: Yeah. Like and no, mar- not garlic bread in Italy doesn't even exist, right?
0: I, it does exist. Let me tell you something because when you make a bruschetta, a real bruschetta and when you have the bread that comes out of the oven, uh-huh. then it's nice to like put a little bit of garlic on top. The thing is that you don't put the butter.
1: People put oh yeah people they put, put yeah, people put butter on yeah I never thought of that because like you just put the garlic and the olive oil yeah that's it and and maybe like a little a little oregano or par- parsley yeah you
0: put or a oregano or whatever you have you have basilico basil or a little bit of oregano with tomato but just what I say is use to my American you know friends that from la cucina italiana usa i said just put half the dosage of garlic and try to keep it because garlic it's heavy so after you eat it it's like really heavy on the body sometimes it makes you really tired if you eat garlic, a lot of garlic,
1: garlic. garlic even but even butter is like super like that i feel yeah
0: yeah but bar-
1: americans cook butter with every like Every American Italian dish contains butter, like chicken marsala, chicken francese. Uh, like in Italy, I've, I never see butter except in Mandeca, like the cheese with the butter in the middle. Like that's the only time I've seen butter. Yeah, or you do butter when you do risotto. That's when you use butter. We have risotto
0: recipe from the North of Italy. You know, in the South, we're not big on risotto. <laughs> Um, And also in the south of Italy, we don't really use butter because we like olive oil. The thing with the butter, I think, you know what it is? It's cheaper than the olive oil. So Mm -hmm. it became probably during hard times.
1: Yeah, yeah. uh, I didn't think of it. I didn't think of it like that, but it, it makes sense, actually. It
0: does make sense. I never thought of it, but while I'm talking to you, I'm like, it's cheaper. Olive oil is expensive. But you know
1: what? Just a tub of butter is $3. A tub of butter is $3. $3. A good bottle of virgin olive oil is like 15 to 20 So
0: Exactly. And I say, guys, just use olive oil. Use half a portion of olive oil. Don't use butter. Because it's healthier, too. You know, it butter, is. just it adds up. Butter, I use butter, for example, to add up like... A little bit on taste with some recipes but i'd never use it with the meat or with fish ever
1: there's already so much going on it's so
0: you know so i can use butter for example if you If you, for example, have a recipe with mushrooms, you can put a little bit of butter and butter.
1: Risotto, risotto mushrooms and butter.
0: Exactly. Or Milanese, risotto Milanese. There you have to use butter. And what I say is, you know, just uh, it's it's great because also Anthony Bourdain. Rest in
1: peace. Rest in peace, Anthony. Anthony.
0: Yeah, he did something that he said it, you know, there's a recipe of him on YouTube. And he said, I'm not doing it the traditional Italian way, but I like to do it this way. And, and he sort of did his own recipe. I'm okay with everything, you know, but at the beginning, you know, I would get really upset. No, we don't do this in Italy. You know how Italians on YouTube, if there's a French cooking pasta underneath, that guy's gone completely they're like
1: Tines, Tines so <laughs> times get crazy with food so crazy. let me ask you now now you're in you're in Athens
0: right I am in Athens because uh, I've got uh, I, I was I got here and the pandemic you know got me stuck here oh really yeah I usually go back and forth
1: but you didn't I, get a chance to go back or you just you chose, like, okay, I'll stay here.
0: Well, I, uh, it's a little bit less heavy here, the situation. Okay. Okay. We're doing a little bit better because it's a smaller country. Okay. And, you know, we don't meet as much as Italians. When this whole thing started, I said, they are eating together. They're having aperitivo together. Then they're eating together at night. Italians, they really get together to eat and with their family members. And I remember, you know, on TV, on Italian TV, they were like, just don't eat together, stay home, and don't go to grandma and grandpa because you're gonna kill them. It was like, it was obvious that that's why there was such a bad pandemic at the beginning, because people would drop off their kids at their grandparents, you know, old fashioned way. And grandparents would get sick. So
1: Yeah. And I feel, I feel, I could be wrong, but I feel like Italy can't handle a lot of people getting sick. You know, like they don't have the infrastructure for that.
0: No. That's why this
1: this this hurt them so much. But I was gonna ask you the food related question about like how Italian food is in Greece. I mean, because it's the same like Mediterranean kind of like cooking. Well- I have got
0: something here look it's here on the table look at this tomato
1: yo that's a real tomato right there
0: I mean look at this I mean they're like this is like they're here on the table that,
1: that just gave me that just gave me memories because you know where where we come from italy my nonna had a farm so you go to a supermarket now every tomato is perfect round that's what tomatoes are supposed to look like right there
0: they need they i say to people on instagram and social media i'm like the ugliest the tomato the better
1: the 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 tastier they are
0: i mean it smells like a real tomato and what happens is i'm comfortable here in greece it's like being in the south of italy it's really the same it's Mm -hmm. like okay, it's not Italy, and I miss my family, and it's insane, you know, I haven't seen my family in over a year, like, uh, it's crazy, Uh, the thing is that, you know, we are closer than ever because of this situation, and my need to go back to Italy, like you were saying, you know, when you're gonna be a little bit older it's like I know I want to die in Italy I don't you know I just need to be close to my roots and uh, and I want to do a business with food actually and you know send food all over the world and I love tomatoes so much that I'm thinking to do something with tomatoes and we used to have a farm as well like your. are I could I
1: could could picture that like I could picture you doing that what I was going to say like Right now, if you clean that tomato, cut it up, put a little olive oil, a little oregano, it'll be the best thing ever. It's
0: amazing. You guys, I mean, look, I'm going to show you guys how it's supposed to look, this tomato. It opens, it just splits right open without yeah. a knife, you know. That's it. Yeah.
1: That's it.
0: It's like if it's hard and you
1: yeah, and then all the juices come out. It's completely different.
0: The juice is coming out. Don't buy those tomatoes. And it's better to buy canned tomatoes that are from Italy, you know, yes. San Marzano type tomatoes. Yes. Yes. And they sell them everywhere in New York, in America, you know? Like they have passata di pomodoro. It's just much better than to buy the fresh tomatoes that are just not from the Mediterranean. Uh, the,
1: peeled, the peeled tomatoes in the can, San Marzano, are 100% better than the beefsteak potato, uh, tomatoes that you get in the store. 100%, 100%. and
0: they're. You know, the important since uh, ages, I mean, and you have the best brands, you know, in New York and, you know, America in general, you guys have everything. So it's just much better to buy the tomato in the can. And in the summer, maybe in the, you know, maybe there are places that in the summer they have good tomatoes, but in the winter, just forget about it. Yeah. Like you have to wait for the summertime and don't put the tomatoes in the fridge. Tomatoes have to be outside of the fridge yeah. always.
1: When, when they're in the fridge, they like become so different. I feel like um, the juices in them like become like, it like shrivels the tomatoes in the fridge. Right? Right.
0: Well, you know how hot it has to be for a tomato to grow, right?
1: Because
0: you're from Salerno. I mean, it has to be really hot. So the tomato needs heat. And it's hard to stay in in an environment where it's warm. If you put them in the fridge, first of all, they create water, which destroys the tomato. And even cherry tomatoes so that they're all over the world. uh, It's better... It's better to just, you know what? I would do this. If you have a little balcony, I would even grow my own tomatoes in the summer. And I used to have tomatoes up on my roof in Little Italy. (laughs)
1: Like almost every Italian house has that little row of tomatoes on the side, you know? And the basil. Basil.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or basil. You can have your own basil at home. Just buy a plant and have a little basil at you home. Take a leaf,
1: a leaf a day, you know.
0: Exactly, and and use uh, you know, like you said, the ones in the can or the passata. It's just so much easier. And forget about the butter. So we said a, a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, I think I think we said a lot. Listen. <laughs> I am going to end this. I'm going to ask you one more thing after. Okay. Everybody make sure to ch- check out Dorotea on Instagram. Her cooking videos are amazing.